Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Simple Talk. I recently had the pleasure of meeting Sheila Cummins, the owner of The Road to Seven. So Sheila, tell us a bit about your journey. Oh my gosh, where to start? Well, let's start at the beginning. I am a recovering school teacher. I was in the classroom for 13 years before heading out on my own and dipping my toes into entrepreneurship. And I'd been trying to get out of the classroom for a couple of years. And it wasn't that I was bored with the teaching. I just found, you know, a lot of the bureaucracy and dealing with the parents really tedious. And I felt like things kept getting in the way of me just doing what I love, which is, you know, taking concepts, making them attainable for other people and giving people permission to play a bigger game. And I did that in my classrooms. And the other thing that was sort of that final straw to leaving the classroom uh, was, I remember it, Jenny, like it was a Wednesday morning. It was September and, you know, I live in Canada and it was one of those crisp, clear, blue sky fall days, you know, when the trees are orange and they're changing. And I had just discovered that morning that I was pregnant with my second. And it's not that it wasn't planned, but it wasn't exactly expected. And, you know, we all know what caused it. So, you know, we take full (laughs) responsibility, but I, I found out that I was pregnant and I would have just enough time through the school year. Cause I was just going back after having had my first, um, you know, he was 10 months at the time. So they're very close in age. And I remember standing in front of, I was teaching at an all girls school and I remember standing in front of those girls and, and saying, wow, I love these women. And it was grade six. And if this baby is a girl, it doesn't matter how much better I get at teaching. It doesn't matter how many more degrees I put behind my name. It doesn't matter how many more courses I take. I I will not be able to afford to pay for this level of education for him or her on a teacher's salary. And we in Canada get paid very well as teachers. Teachers are well compensated. And I know some of your listeners will disagree with that. And that's okay. They have full health benefits, you know, beautiful pension plans. And it still wouldn't have been enough. And when you combine sort of not being totally happy teaching anymore with this desire to have more, it was that motivation to look at what else it is that I could do. And I didn't know what else I could do. All I had ever done in my adult career was teach. And at that time, my husband was starting out on his entrepreneurial journey as well. And I was watching him be able to do what it is that he loved, which is professional speaking and you know, I was watching the moves that he was making. And I just made that decision that day, that morning to say, well, what else am I capable of? And so I finished the school year. And after my daughter was born, when I was on mat leave, I had the opportunity to work with a corporate training company that belonged to a friend of my husband's. And he needed someone to design, develop courses for him. And I have a master's in education and curriculum teaching and learning. And that's what I do is I design, develop and deliver courses. And so I got to read every single business book there was out there as I crafted these courses in sales and marketing and team building and difficult conversations. And then he needed someone to start facilitating for him. And by then I had had my third. And I remember standing on the stage in front of 250 
FedEx salespeople, and I'm going to say FedEx sales guys, because I think there was maybe three or four women in the room plus me on stage. And I was four months postpartum, uh, you know, four months postpartum. I don't think I need to paint the picture, but let's just say stuff was hanging everywhere. You know, I was nursing at the time. I don't think I'd slept properly in three years. Like I was a bit of a hot mess up there. But what really felt like the disconnect is I didn't have a background in corporate, but here I was teaching corporate, you know, sales one-on-one and the content was well-received, but I didn't have the stories to support it. And there was a disconnect. And at that time, I also had a parenting blog. I was one of the grandmas in the Canadian blogging industry and I didn't love it. I wasn't great at it, but I was monetizing it. I also was starting to speak. Other people were inviting me to speak and talk about, you know, this blogging and, you know, how did I sell on my blog? How did I do the marketing? How did, well, in comes all that corporate training with the blogging. At the same time, Jenny, I was also uh, tutoring because it was just bringing some quick money into our family at that time. So I'd be home with my my little guys up until three or four o'clock and then I'd head out tutor for three, four hours and then come back and my tutoring schedule ended up getting full and people were asking me for referrals. So then I started bringing people in and putting people in, signing them with family. So I was running this, you know, pseudo tutoring company, putting in together all the principles that I had been learning. And it all just came to this massive crescendo of, you know, the blog with the speaking, with the, the course development, with, you know, being home. And I was invited to MC a women's entrepreneurial conference And in between each speaker, I did a little training and I talked about what I was doing behind the scenes in my little, you know, four company business that I had doing all these different things. And I, something just hit that day. And it was like this magnetic connection to the women that were in the audience and they got me, you know, they got me, um, With all my, you know, hot mess, new kids, you know, three kids under the age of five, reality, um, trying to run this thing during nap time, trying to make money. And at the end of that day, I knew that I had just found my audience, number one. And number two, a woman came up to me and she said, Sheila, I want to hire you. And I was like, oh, that's fantastic. But for what? She said, I was like, do you want me to come and do some training for you? You know, what do you want? She's like, no, I want you to help me with sales. And I was like, but I, I don't really, okay. And so I brought her in and we agreed. Um, I actually asked if we could remove money from the equation. Cause I just wanted to test it out as a viable offer and see what it was like to do it and be able to develop my curriculum. And to this day, she's still with me 13 years later. And, you know, that's sort of how it all started. And it has since evolved into the road to seven for years and years. I ran a coaching and training company under the name SheilaCummins.com. And just last year, I rebranded to the road to seven because this company has grown larger than me. It is not just the Sheila show anymore. And, you know, we're opening up some new verticals within the company that I needed to liberate myself. And so there is a little bit of a a retraining of the market in terms of the road to seven and what it is and who it is, because I've spent so long building credibility with business owners and entrepreneurs. We're just having to sort of build that credibility through the road. And it's, um, it's such an exciting journey. 
it's amazing like how much um opportunities just come along when you put yourself out there right you're not even thinking oh a job in sales and then it comes and you're like well maybe and then it just sets you on that trajectory to where you're supposed to be well and I think you're right Jenny and I think you know I'm at the stage now where I'm moving forward with very clear intention you know, we were on a mission to be one of the global leaders in coaching, training, and soon financing women entrepreneurs. Um, and that is a very intentional growth plan. But up until now, it has really been being open to opportunities, saying yes, and trusting that I can build the plane as it's flying. You know, there's so many times like with that woman who's like, I'd like to hire you. I'm like, well, sure. I can help you. But, you know, in the back of my head, I was like, you know, people have always come to me for support and help and guidance. I am a teacher by training. I do not have to be the smartest person in the room. My job is to facilitate discovery with this person. And so my job is to ask questions. And so the first iteration of Sheila Cummins was just doing training. And you know, I would never hit the stage without a workbook and, you know, things. And it was always, I'm going to take you and teach you how to do this. And this we're going to leave you. And that's still the backbone of our business is education. But what I realized is I could get people to a certain level through the teaching, but then I couldn't get them over this invisible barrier. You know, I didn't understand why they weren't making that call or why they weren't reaching out or why they weren't posting when they said they would. And it was these invisible barriers that kept coming up and, I had hired my own coach and, you know, she, she sure had my number. She's like, oh, we got to restructure your programs. We're going to do this. And, and we did. But what she really did, Jenny, was coach me and help me overcome my internal barriers. And that introduced me to the coaching world. And so I knew that if I was going to get true results for my women, I had to learn coaching. And so yep. I went and got trained as a coach and now have four coaching certifications and all of the coaches on our team are certified. And, you know, I think that it, it, sort of goes hand in hand you do learning you get better you do growing invisible barriers are always going to come up no matter what stage of business growth you're at and it's that coaching that's going to get you through that so that you can still stay in action and it's why private coaching is a part of every single one of our programs I'm a firm believer that everybody should have a coach I actually have two me too (laughs) I have also sometimes had three (laughs) yeah yeah well it's like a therapist can't therapize themselves. They need another therapist to do it, right? Okay. So why do you not have a coach? <laughs> <laughs> Kudos for the word therapize. <laughs> I love that one. I use it all the time. <laughs> Good <laughs> verb. <laughs> okay, so uh, one piece of advice you wish you had before you started. You know, there's a, a saying in French that says, tout est possible. Everything is possible. And when you're sitting there, you know, in your little home office, staring at your computer and you're reading all these stories about million dollar companies and I went from zero to a million in 12 months, and you know, you're watching Instagram and seeing everybody's success. You know, for me, there was always a part that was like, but that's not possible for me. That's not my reality. And through years and years of coaching, throw in a little bit of therapy, throw in some more coaching, trial, error, failures, you know, it is possible. And, you know, if I could go back and do it again, I think it would be 
to realize that what I truly wanted was possible. I just got, I just had to get clear on what it was. And, you know, I spent so many years just sort of bopping around, you know, going from this to that, oh, let's make some more money and trying a new program, but without that clear intention of where I wanted to end up. And now that I have that clarity of where the road to seven will be ending and what our exit strategy, what my exit strategy will be, um, this is a company that's being built to sell. It has a five to seven year runway before we put it up. Um, I sort of, I burned everything down to the ground and restructured so that we were ready, but I didn't know, or I didn't, it's not that I didn't know, I didn't believe that it was going to be possible. And so if I could go back and do it again, Jenny, I would just get comfortable being uncomfortable with what I really actually truly wanted. And then took the time to say, okay, well, if this is what I want, then what is it that I have to do? What does that critical path look like? And that's where we start with all of our students is, what is that massive end result? You know, what is your exit strategy from this company? What does it look like when you'll wash your hands of it and you'll be done? And then let's reverse engineer what has to happen. And, you know, that's the universal truth or basis behind all time management, all focus work, all productivity, all high achieving, high performance. Um, it really is the backbone and it's a game changer. That's good. Good answer. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know where it yeah. came from. That just went fell out today. Mindset's a huge thing, right? If you think you can't, you can't. But if you yeah. think you can, you can. One of the things we talk about is the seven um, pillars of a seven figure business. And you know, I'll talk about the six, but the very first one I'm going to leave to the end. So, you know, the seven pillars that we use are marketing, sales, operations, fulfillment, team, money. But the seventh pillar, and it's the biggest one, it's the one that sits at the front of all the gears, is mindset. It impacts everything from how you approach your days, the number of hours that you work, what you set your revenue goals at, your pricing, your structures, your standard, like everything is preceded by the mindset that you're bringing. And I think the biggest mistake that business owners make is they get into, you know, the nitty gritty and the weeds and they're so focused on tactics. Oh, I got to run a webinar. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I'm going to write an email sequence. Oh, funnels this and that. When that's important, but what we need is that vision and strategy, which is rooted in your mindset. Thanks so much for uh, talking with me today. You've got some great, great stuff. And I'm sure the listeners are going to love this episode. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for inviting <laughs> me. It's such an honor. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks uh, for tuning in this week. And uh, hopefully we'll see you on our next episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more tips, check out our blog at simpledesk.ca and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any of the action.